afraid. What is Bo afraid of? <laughs> <laughs> Bo is afraid. Um, well, have you been seeing the reviews on this movie? Mm-hmm. People are pretty. I don't think people are divided. I think people universally kind of hate it. Right? Is that what's going on? There's no. There's people who love it. But there's people, there's no in-between. You either hate it or love it. I just saw that he came out, Joaquin Phoenix came out and said, look, we do not endorse you taking any kind of psychedelics before you see in this film. That being said, if you do, please record yourself. My God. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's like, um, this this movie, this, whatever people tell, whatever you hear, this is not a bad movie. This is not a bad movie. This is not a, a poorly made movie. The craftsmanship here is off the chain. Um, this may be one of those instances where uh, no one was there to say, how about no? <laughs> it's three hours. It's three hours. It's three hours? Three hours of Bo is Afraid uh, spans generations and years, lifetimes. Um, oh, so that's Young Bo. That's Young Bo right there. And you can't see him in this photo. We've got two other versions of Old Bo. Super Tall Bo? Uh, Super Tall Bo is the older Bo. But um, there's just... Basically, the the story, the plot, is Bo needs to get to his mom's house. That's what was, that's the only thing I could pick up in the trailer, and he and he doesn't leave, and he's a shut in, but he can't get to his mom's house. Bo needs to get to his mom's house, and he's got some um, issues. He's a bit neurotic. The first forty five minutes of this movie are probably the funniest movie you've ever seen in your life. Like it's perfect. The it's it's just a parody of like living in Los Angeles, and there's craziness in the streets you know and you're alone in this rinky dink apartment building and nothing works and everybody's an a-hole and just it just works so well like there's a part where Bo is just walking home to his apartment from the uh, psychiatrist's office and he's just casually sidestepping kids with guns <laughs> homeless people uh, naked homeless people uh, you know just all kind like gangs and uh, people that are on uh, psychedelics and dancing in the street. It's just, and he's just like casually going around them and they just remain. And they end up becoming characters in that first 45 minutes. <laughs> this movie has like acts. You have the first, there's one, two, and three, and four acts. The, the, the first 40 minutes of it are great. So great. It's hilarious. Um, you can't tell me this isn't a comedy. This is absolutely a comedy movie. <laughs> it's meant to be a comedy. Like I think if you if you I can't say I can't honestly say everybody should sit through the whole three hours because um, spoiler warning when you get to the end of the, this movie I can see why people are hating it. The end of the end of it is just yeah it's something. <laughs> so is that when it becomes a horror movie? I it it becomes a horror movie from frame one depending on what's scary to you. <laughs> I you know we already did the sport that there's a there's a giant six foot tall penis in this movie <laughs> that terrorizes people. <laughs> I'm just saying like that's we already this movie goes. This is the if there's ever been an example of uh, 
excess and letting a director just do too much of whatever they want. This is probably it. Because there's probably an awesome two-hour movie here. Oh, man. There's an amazing... There's a spectacular two-hour movie that could have been best picture kind of quality. I I guarantee it. Really? It's in there. It's in there. Um, It's... The vision here, the craftsmanship, the way the acting, it's all there. It's just a lot. And it goes on for a lot. And there's there is one there's a point where the movie you feel it's over and it's a great ending. They could have just rolled credits, but then you get like another five minutes, and that last five minutes <laughs> is really off putting. <laughs> In ways that I can't even explain to you on the internet because we'll get shut down. But that everything that happens before that, there's so many things in this movie that are great. There's a scene, there is a, um, uh, you know, there's a there's a, a sex scene with Parker Posey and and uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and it's set to Mariah Carey song. What? And it's so good. It's so hilarious. It's so well done. Um, like there's just like a thing where <laughs> the song, like, you know, she, the, the song is like been playing and it's like, no, let's start over. And she restarts the whole song and they start over. And it's, it's just, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so well, it, there's so much good stuff in this movie. It's just probably what if want to maybe consulted somebody that you trust Ari Aster, one of your, one of your trusted colleagues, just give you genuine notes on this and be like maybe this maybe we could cut this down because the parts that work great are great there is a there's an angsty teen in this movie that is like the nightmare angsty teen uh teenage daughter that just is the it's like the cliche of what a teenage angsty daughter would be on a sitcom but dialed up to a hundred oh my god <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to explain what this movie is and that's why I think everyone should see it because you're not. It, it's definitely shot big, like it's shot like a big screen experience. Um, well, the you're right. It it doesn't. It you can't even zero in on the genre because it's listed as a surrealist, blacked, tragic comedy horror film. It is a comedy, for sure. It's a comedy. Tra- like I said, tragic comedy. <sighs> I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> That's what it I has a list: surrealist, black, tragic comedy, horror. I mean, obviously, Ari Aster has some mom issues because they're all over the place in this movie. But um, the again, I can't. I can't stress enough. Oh, I had no idea that he did Hereditary and Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know those. Oh, wow. I can't stress enough how great the first like half hour is. It's so good. It's just pitch perfect, done great. There's there's just like a there's a homeless person who is uh, stabbing people randomly in the streets, and the news is covering it. And Zim is like birthday suit stabby boy. Uh, is the name of his, this guy? And they have all this. I I can't describe it. It does so much. Um, just I would just see it. Just watch the first hour. And just check out. In the rest, you just watch a, a YouTube video explainer. <laughs> That's what I feel like. I want to like. I do want to watch it, but I feel like I need to watch it in a couple of parts. Like I'm still scarred from Babylon, 
that again that another movie that probably should have only been two hours i thought babylon was good i think if they had not had so many bodily functions in the first five minutes <laughs> and there was just an over over indulgence of bodily functions throughout the whole movie yeah too much a two-hour movie would have been better and it sounds like Bo is Bo is afraid has a, a very similar vibe just for the first just for the first half hour, dude, it is so perfect. Like it's <laughs> the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life, and you're just like, "This is supposed to be a horror movie," and it's pitch perfect. Like it's like Woody Allen type funny, you know, with the way it parodies living in L.A. <laughs> it's so good, but it's three hours. I'm not gonna lie, I thought about checking out multiple times, checking my watch, I'm just like, hmm. Two more hours of this? All right. <laughs> because in the second act, it takes a turn where it gets really, really uh, slow and sort of dreamy. And the pace just changes completely. Man. Yeah. 100, 180 minutes, man. That's tough. That's a tough sell. Yeah. I didn't even uh, look to see what it did box office wise. I tell you what, though. If you want to have a better enjoyment of the movie, <laughs> there's, there, there's a part... About two hours and 50 minutes in where it's just like, this feels like the end of the movie. Maybe I'll just get up and leave now. <laughs> and you should leave at that point. <laughs> just go ahead and leave at that point. Because the last scene is just like the first scene in Babylon. For, uh, not in the sense that nobody's pooping on anybody. Oh, yeah, but it's just, a that. it's just uh, a lot of uncomfortable stuff going on at the at the very end of the movie and then man i just i can't even t i it's just it's its own thing man this movie is its <laughs> own thing and honestly this is what movies should be we should go to the movies to see this something well, a unique vision from somebody you know yeah well, he has a good track record those two movies that that's got to be enough to get people in and that that's what i'm going to ask you what are the people who are fans of Hereditary and Midsummer going to think when they show up to that movie? I think they're going to be disappointed because this is absolutely a comedy. This is a funny movie. Uh, so deadpan funny. And there's so many jokes strewn throughout. Uh, and then once it gets into the deeply unsettling stuff, it's not horrific. It's family awkwardness. Oh, man. You know, it's sex awkwardness, sex horror, <laughs> you know, uh, it's but it is I just I, I it's not for everyone, but this is definitely cinema like someone trying someone taking a big swing to try and make a really huge uh, unique film that makes you react, you know? Yeah, because I think the very end of this movie is. Uh, meant to piss you off. It is meant to say, ha, you just sat here for three hours and oh, psych. <laughs> so, and it's, it's, it's 100% trying to do that. So I would say when you get to the point in this movie where it feels like it's over, that's when you should <laughs> just, just, go ahead, just go ahead and just switch over to whatever sports or something. <laughs> All right. So, but you did. It sounds like you at least in, enjoyed. No, I enjoyed a, a lot of elements. I enjoyed the hell of it. I think it is great. I think that I I loved the movie. Honestly, 
There's no, I have nothing bad to say about it other than it might not be everybody's cup of tea. Fair. It's just that, yeah, I could see the runtime scaring people off too. The runtime is intimidating. And especially, again, if you have that runtime but and, and you're not going to deliver something worth that end to stick around, it's like, okay, I'm going to stick around for another extra hour. And then That's the thing. Is the ending absolutely... Is it, it punishes you for sticking around? <laughs> yeah, that's what it just does it, and it's just ah, oh, <laughs> you didn't have to do that. We we stuck around for your Ari Aster. Well, it doesn't. Uh, it's not listed, so I think it was a limited release this weekend, right? Well, no, it's uh, that was thirty-five million dollar budget. I would say, do a do an A twenty-four cut. Do a different cut of this movie, please. Give us the. One hour and 45 minute version of this. And I guarantee you, it's going to be the biggest hit of the year. Oh, man. <laughs> There's so much hilarious stuff in here. I it can't... Look, visually, it looks great. I, you love the look of it, right? The look of it visually, looks Visually, really... it's awesome. Like, yeah. It's probably it's one of the most visually unique movies of the year, for sure. Um, I, I just I can't stress enough how funny this movie is. It's hilarious. Oh, it, it actually premiered at birthday Alamo. birthday suit stabby boy <laughs> is should be should be bigger than he's gonna be. Oh man! All right, definitely. Joe Bob says, "Check it out." Joe Bob says, "Check it out." Oh man, Bill Bill Hader's in it as a UPS guy. He is. <laughs> he is, and he doesn't show his, his face on camera. It's 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 the scene with Bill Hader is on is mostly on the phone. Uh, and it is hilarious, oh, and it's it's just it's that I've been watching a lot of videos about Quentin Tarantino for the last few uh, days, or whatever. Um, just the ability of a great director to make you laugh while they're talking about the most twisted stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just can you want me to describe the Bill Hader scene to you? Yes. Is this please a spoiler? Do. Yeah. No, go ahead. Okay. We can, we can okay. spoil that. So yep. here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the the central premise plot of Bo is afraid is Bo has to go get to his mom's house. He has to visit visit his mom. It's very difficult because he lives in an urban jungle, which is super dangerous. Extremely dangerous where he <laughs> lives. And uh uh, you know, uh he a lot of things going on. But anyway, he has to reschedule his flight, calls his mom. <laughs> there's just an answer on the other line. It's like, who's this? Who's this? It's like, uh, I'm just, I'm just delivering a package. Uh, uh anyway, <laughs> the UPS guy says, I just walked in and answered the phone. There's somebody's here missing their head. What? And they're just like, and he's like, what are you talking about? And you know, the way Joaquin Phoenix talks where he's kind of hard to understand. Yeah. He like dials that up to eleven in this movie. You can't understand what he's saying for half the movie, and he's just like, "Is this?" And Bill Hader's on the other line of the phone is just like, "Is this some kind of practical joke?" It's like, "No." It's like, well, "I don't understand what you're saying." He's like, "There's a lady here missing their head. It looks like a chandelier fell on her head." And it's just, I just, I'm just delivering a package. <laughs> I just, it's, and it's uh, that sounds hilarious. And it's not played for comedy, but it's still funny. <laughs> this movie's good. It is, it is worth watching. It's worth your time, but maybe just if you're not in, it might just not be your cup of tea, especially well, the last four minutes. Well, tell me how accurate the original title 
how accurate it is comparing it to the original title, which was Disappointment Boulevard was the original title. I think if they cut this down to one hour, 45 minutes and call it Disappointment Boulevard, it would win Best Picture. <laughs> That's what I think, honestly. <laughs> like, you know, because like John Wick, you could be, remember John Wick was like three hours, but I didn't see anything you could cut because it was all so good. Yeah. Um, this, I don't know what to cut. Someone would have to just cut it and not tell me. <laughs> and then... Show me the one hour, 45 minute version of Disappointment Boulevard. I think it's going to win the best picture. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm definitely intrigued. I'm going to have to find a way to see it. Did you know it was A24's most extensive film ever? Uh, it looks like it. Really? Yeah. You can tell. So they, yeah, $35 million. It was released a week early in select IMAX theaters in LA and New York. Before. Yeah, it, they definitely going for a big screen look on this. Wow. And they had a Q&A event that was moderated by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> so is it, is it possible that this is going to be some kind of award film? I don't think so. Not no? in its current state. No? It's too fatty. I just think there's too much. It's too much. Um, I think this needed an edit. And I think, you know, like Kevin Smith always tells them that story. He always tells that story about changing the end of Clerks where Dante got shot at the end. Oh, yeah, yep. This movie needed that guy really? uh, <laughs> to, to have a chat. It's like, maybe change the ending a little bit and just end it at this one part where he hops in the boat. Just, oh, man. I think that'd be a good. That's a solid ending. Because, yeah, it's, um, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. A lot of awkward stuff is going on in this movie. It can't, yeah. The trailer came off as very awkward, very yeah. visually appealing, but very awkward. Yeah, like you realize that there was some awkwardness going on. There. And it's like the best giant killer penis you've ever seen <laughs> on a movie. Because I describe it now, and you think, "Oh, that's ridiculous." But no, it's well done. Like they got, it's like the effects are on par. Oh my God. So it's not a dream. It's not a simulation. This is like the the real life for that that world. They never reveal what is a dream and what is not. This movie exists in both worlds simultaneously. Okay, that's what I was curious about. So that yeah, that's a little bit intriguing. So there's a scene where the the angsty teen is trying to peer pressure him in the smoking pot, and it's like the most. <laughs> there's just there's a lot in this movie that's really good. <laughs> uh, it's being described as a Jewish Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because <laughs> this movie is huge in scope, he goes like it's got acts where he's in one world and he's in another world and he's in another world. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> the Mariah Carey scene, and it's just there's so much that happens in this movie. You could, I think, I'm already just naturally imposed to be impatient just because of uh, social media has uh, boosted my ADD. But I would know I was checking my watch to see how much time was left. I I enjoyed all of it. Enjoyed all of it. Oh man, I was trying to find some put them on the spot reviews because Hefe went and saw it. Emacs went and saw it. Who saw it? Uh, Hefe went and saw it, and which is shocked because I was. He's like, oh yeah, I was at the. I'm sorry, I was at the movies. I went and saw. But was afraid, and he gave me. Uh, he gave me the gist of it. Where is it? <laughs> Did he like it? It sounds like he did. 
it's the only way if you're like a cinema file if you're a movie head you're gonna like it because it's definitely a movie and it's not just it's not like bad the folks who are reacting poorly to it is because the end the end of the movie is a middle finger to you for for watching it (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it was a little that was unnecessary but dang i can't find it it's quality yeah all right I'll find a way to check it out. I don't, again, this is a, it might have to be a home viewing, but I will find a way to check it out one way or another. It sounds like it, it would be nice to have the, the ability to hit pause and kind of uh, to kind of get through certain acts. Yeah, because the middle is very slow. The middle is like the first the first the first act is on speed. The second act is definitely on tranquilizers or something it just gets really really mellow and trippy and slow it's almost as if he's he's just accentuating the fact that second acts in movies usually get slow and he makes it really slow what about a six six episode limited series it's not cohesive enough to do that to even do that you would just be watching garbled nonsense (laughs) 30 minute segments so you gotta limp your way through gonna have to find a way all right let's find a way <laughs> i cool. you'll like it you'll like it it sounds like i like again like Bab- as as much as i complain about babylon there was a lot in babylon that i did like i would say it's better than babylon okay babylon suffered from babylon had no sense of humor about itself no it took itself way too seriously this movie is goofing off the whole time and there's so many like hidden jokes in the background and just like <laughs> the just like just random characters that are in this for no there's like a Vietnam vet who's PST PTSD'd the whole time and they're always trying to like keep him calm with pills or he's gonna hurt somebody. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Nathan Lane and Amy Ryan from the office are in it as like these like super liberal suburban people who want to save everybody. You know, they end up helping Bo. Um, yeah. it's There's a brown recluse spider who's a big character. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a lot going on, man. It's 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 good. It's. I it mean, is, everything you're describing to me, other than the, the runtime, sounds really fun. Like, it does sound like something that... You think this is going to age well? It, it sounds like it may age well. I could see this aging well for, you know, because it's when it becomes a late night viewer on cable, when folks are on their own, uh, you know, medicines, their home, their home medicinals and watching this late night at home. I could see this really like uh, getting a bigger following because, again, I can't. It's so funny. It's just so funny that I don't think the tra- the trailer tries to make it seem like it's funny, but it's just like Wakan- walking Phoenix falling over. <laughs> the way the way that they set up the world he lives in is like the best 30 minutes of a, of a movie that I've seen in a while. There was a there was a headline here that uh, Joaquin Phoenix was annoying the director by constantly fainting. <laughs> and, and I don't know if he was just living living his gimmick because he he's he lives in a state of paranoia, right? Yeah. So I, yeah, I guess maybe he was going method and he just kept constantly fainting. <laughs> well, that's great acting. Yes. <laughs> if you can faint on command. 